The anarchists who intervened for two years built self-managed leagues. These self-managed leagues were precisely non-anarchist groups that operated in the area with the unique aim of preventing the construction of the base by destroying the project in the course of realization. The leagues were autonomous nuclei, characterized by the fact that their only aim was to attack and destroy the base. They did not take on a whole series of problems, because if they had done that, they would have become groups of syndicalists with the aim of, let us say, defending jobs or finding work, resolving other immediate problems. Instead, their sole aim was to destroy the base. The second characteristic was permanent conflict, i.e., from the moment these groups were formed, they were not specifically anarchist groups, but there were people in them who were anarchists, they went into conflict with all the forces involved in building the base. Without this conflict being determined or declared by any representative organism or by the anarchists who had prompted the initiative. The third characteristic was the complete autonomy of these groups. That is to say, they did not have links with any parties or unions, etc. The struggle against the base is known in part and in part not. And I don't know if it is the case to take up the story here again. I just wanted to mention it as an example. So the insurrectionist anarchism must overcome one essential problem. It must go beyond a certain limit, otherwise it will remain no more than the idea of insurrectionist anarchism. That is, the comrades that have lived that insurrection of a personal nature we mentioned earlier, that illumination which produces an idea force inside us in opposition to the chatter of opinion, and form affinity groups, enter into relationships with comrades from other places through an informal kind of structure, only realize a part of the work. At a certain point, they must decide, must go beyond the demarcation line, Take a step that it is not easy to turn back from. They must enter into a relationship with people who are not anarchists concerning a problem that is immediate, circumscribed, such as, for example, the destruction of the base in Comiso. No matter how fantastic or interesting this idea might have been, it certainly wasn't the realization of anarchy. What would have happened if one had really managed to enter the base and destroy it? I don't know. Probably nothing. Probably everything. I don't know. No one can tell. But the beauty of realizing the destructive event is not to be found in its possible consequences. Anarchists guarantee none of the things they do. They point out the responsibility of persons and structures on the basis of the decision that they are determined to act, and from that moment on they feel sure of themselves because their idea of justice illuminates their action. It points out one person's responsibility, or that of more people, one structure or more structures, and the consequences that such responsibility leads to. It is here that we find anarchists' determination to act. But once they act along with other people, they must also try to build organisms that are capable of holding together and creating consequences in the struggle of power. We must never forget this. And this is an important point to reflect upon. The power realizes itself in time and space. It is not something abstract. Control would not be possible if police stations did not exist, if prisons did not exist. Legislative power would not be possible if Parliament did not exist, or if there were no little regional parliaments. The cultural power that oppresses us, that fabricates opinion, would not be possible if there were no schools and universities. Now, schools, universities, police stations, prisons, industries, factories, are all things that realize themselves in specific places, in circumscribed areas which we can only move around in if we accept given conditions and play the game. We are here at the moment because we agreed to play the game. We would not have been able to enter the building otherwise. This is interesting. We can use structures of this kind. But at the time of attack, such places are forbidden to us. If we were to have come here with the intent of attacking, the police would obviously have prevented us. Now, because power realizes itself in physical space, 
anarchists' relation to this is important. Of course, insurrection is an individual fact, and so in that place deep inside us, at night, we are able to go to sleep. We think, well, in the last analysis, things aren't too bad. One feels at peace with oneself and falls asleep. There, in that particular place inside us, that private space, we can move about as we please. But then we must transfer ourselves into the physical space of social reality. And physical space, when you think about it, is almost exclusively under the control of power. So when we move around in this space, we carry this value of insurrection with us, these revolutionary values, and measure them in a class in which we are not the only ones present. We must therefore individuate significant objectives and verify their existence. And as luck would have it, these objectives exist perpetually, everywhere, and contribute to creating the conditions so that people, the exploited on whose backs these objectives are realized, do something to destroy them. I believe this revolutionary process is of an insurrectional nature. It does not have aims, and this is important, of a quantitative nature. Because the destruction of, a, of an objective or the prevention of a project cannot be measured in quantitative terms. It sometimes happens that someone says to me, but what, what results have we obtained? When something is done, people don't even remember the anarchists afterwards. Anarchists? Who are these anarchists? Monarchists? Are they the people who support the king? People don't remember very well, but what does it matter? It is not that they must remember, but their struggle, because their struggle is theirs. We are simply an opportunity in that struggle. We are something extra. In the freed society, where anarchist has been reached in a quite ideal dimension, anarchists, who are indispensable in the social struggle at all levels, would simply have the role of pushing the struggles further and further, eliminating even the smallest traces of power and always perfecting the tension towards anarchy. Anarchists inhabit an uncomfortable planet, in any case, because when the struggle is going well, they are forgotten about, and when the struggle goes badly, they are accused of being responsible, of having approached it the wrong way, of having taken it to the wrong conclusions. No illusion then concerning any quantitative results. If the struggle realized from an insurrectional point of view is correct, has gone well, the results, if any, might be useful to the people who brought it about, certainly not to the anarchists. It is important not to fall prey to the illusion that many anarchists unfortunately do, of believing that the positive outcome of a struggle can result in a growth in our groups, because that is not so and this systematically leads to disillusion. The growth of our groups and an increase in the number of comrades is important, but that does not come about from the results obtained so much as through the building and formation of, I of these idea forces, the clarification we talked about earlier. The positive results of struggles and the numerical growth in anarchist groups are two things that cannot be seen as a process of cause and effect. They might be connected, they might not. Just a couple of words to wind up. I have talked about what anarchism is, what democracy is, and the incomprehension we are constantly, constantly being faced with, of the ways the structures of power we call modern capitalism, post-industrial capitalism, are being transformed of some anarchist structures of struggle that are no longer acceptable today, and the way one can oppose oneself to the reality of power. And, finally, I mentioned the difference between traditional anarchism and the insurrectional anarchism of the present day. Thank you.